Joining me right now is Khalid Taha, the warrior, the, one of the best fighters out of Germany. What's going on, Khalid? Hey, how are you? Good, good. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is New Year's Eve in Japan, Ryzen, the Bantamweight Tournament. You took on uh, Takafumi Osuka. You were beating yeah. him, beating him well, beating him clearly. And then in the third <laughs> round, you got caught. Now, yeah. when you watch this fight, how, how do you, what do you see in, in, in your performance? Um, I see that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bit um, angry about, about, about my performance because in the third round, I was maybe on 50 or 60% of, uh, of my power, you know? Mm -hmm. And because that, the first round was going well, was going too well, maybe. The second round also, then the third round starts and, and maybe I think in my head, okay, tomorrow you have, you have only one day a break and then you have maybe two more fights. And maybe that was my mistake, that I'm thinking about um, the next opponent, you know. Um, that was my first time in a tournament and also the first time I didn't give all I have in a fight. And you see the result. So you learned a lot from this fight then? Yeah, yeah, for sure. When you look at your time in Japan, you fought there twice. What's the biggest yeah. memory you have of Ryzen and being in Japan? Uh, the biggest memories are the, the fans, the, the, the organization there. The, they are so, so uh, friendly, so grateful. The people there... Um, I love it. I love it to be there and uh, for sure I will be there back again. And um, yeah, the organization is so professional, so big. Um, and I remember before the first fight starts, all of the people sit on their, their chairs and waiting for the... So um, I knew it from Germany or from other countries. Uh, the, uh, the, all the people came when the main events uh, or when the main card starts, you know. But in Japan, if you have 20,000 seats, there are maybe 90,900 seats full, you know. It's very, very nice there. Yeah, the fans in Japan are, it's a different level of fans. They, they, you never expect it, right, when you go there. But then there's people that know you that you never expect that know you. And they're big fans of yours, right? Yeah, very much, people. I was like, what? <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. You also have some unfinished business. You know, you signed to a new promotion. We know this. But you have unfinished business in Ryzen with Manel, Cape. And what do you think about this? When you, you know, when you, you signed with a new promotion now, but do you still want to go back to Japan eventually later on and take care of business? Uh, for sure, that's a question for my management, but um, I'm, I mean, Manel Cape is, is a big, big trash talker, not more like this. And um, I don't like his fighting style, I don't like his, his character, he's, he's, he's not a sportsman, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't know what the future brings, but if it comes to this match, I guarantee it will never go to the distance. Was he attacking you verbally, you know? Was he talking trash to you directly, like backstage or anything like that? 
he was backstage to all of us, to all of us talking. I mean, I saw him, I didn't know him, you know? And what, what, I'm the champ, I'm the champ, I will show you. I'm... And I was like, please, go and shut your fucking mouth, you know? That's too much, too much show. There's no, I mean, that's, that's a sport, you know? That's, that's, that's our job, that's, that's too much. You saw, you saw the scale with him and Ian McCall. I mean, what are you doing there? He's punching him, you know, that, that, that's too much. If you want, okay, if you need to trash talk, if you need a little bit show, no problem, you, we, we can do it. But never, never, ever try to touch me, you know? What did you think about Conor McGregor when you saw him throw the dolly and break the window on the bus? It's the same, it's too much. That isn't, that, that isn't professional. That is, especially you as Conor McGregor, the whole world knows you, the whole world. You are um, a big person for many, many people, a big character. Then you, can, you can't do this. You are a father of a little child, you know. That is, that, that, that is very, very bad for the, for the sport, for him as a person. That isn't good. For his trash talk, Conor McGregor. Yes. And that's, that, you know, that, that's, that's his game. And that's okay. Some someone like it, and someone don't like it. But but not uh, like like the last time to break the windows of the bus to 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 endure uh, other fighters that uh, can't fight on the fight. That's very very bad. Definitely, definitely, it's uh, not a good look for the UFC yeah. or for MMA around the world. You are putting your rising career on pause. And you signed a multi-deal, multi-fight deal with Brave Combat Federation, which is a big deal because you are a yeah. big name in Europe and in the Middle East. Why did you choose to sign with Brave rather than go back to Ryzen? Um, that, was, that was an easy thing. Uh, we are talking before with Brave. Mm -hmm. And Ryzen's next event was on 5th May. Yes. And but we are talking about a fight for me, uh, maybe October. I, I don't, I didn't know all the things because that's the management thing. Mm -hmm. But um, and I only said to my manager, I can't wait that long. I, I, I lost my last last fight. <laughs> I, I should go and win another fight. And so we talked with Brave, and I love Brave. I love um, the show there, the people there, and um, it's. An upcoming event but it's a really really it's growing that fast that's that's not normal and um yeah i want to be a part of that definitely um what are your goals for brave when you enter brave what are your goals what do you want to reach in the promotion for sure now i want to win my next fight my first fight for brave um i want to put on a show i want to show the people there how um there's a German Middle East fighter in Germany, and um, for sure I'm going for gold. Definitely, definitely. Um, now you have your fight coming up in Jakarta, Brave 12. It is your debut for the promotion against Hazma Kuheji. Now, this fight on May 11th, you're going to Jakarta. You're going back to Asia. Are you excited? Yeah, very, very. I'm very excited. I love Asia and uh, Indonesia. It's 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 a uh, 
it's so nice there. I mean, I wasn't there before, but I hear so much about that, and I'm very excited about that. All right, now you are fighting as a featherweight. You're back. You're moving back to featherweight. Why did you decide to go back to that weight class? Because I, I, I feel good at featherweight. Um, also at bantamweight for sure. Uh, bantamweight is my division. But I'm talking with my management and um, maybe if we are looking for a title fight, for a title shot, I'm going back to bantamweight. But now I'm think in the featherweight, I'm feeling also very good. Fighting at featherweight means that you have to cut less weight. So this training camp must be a lot better for you. Yeah. Are you still dieting during the training camp? Yeah, yeah, I start, I start now, but I start slowly. I feel so good. I can train every day two or three times. And um, without, without being um, that, that mood, you know, that diet mood, that uh, tired. And because bantamweight, that's 5,000 grams more, you know? <laughs> that's not only five kilos. <laughs> that's a real big difference. Your training camp. How long has your training camp been and uh, what has your training been focused on? I'm training, uh, my training camp is 11 till 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm focused on everything. Like I do it every time. I'm focused on um, my striking. I want to make my striking more sharp. I'm going every time to the wrestling, to the jiu-jitsu class, to everything else. I have so many private sessions and um, it will be a very, very good fight. Since you are coming off your first loss of your career, does it make this training camp, like, are you hungrier? Like, you're, it's like your first fight, your professional, first professional fight now, it's happening again? Yeah, it's for me like um, the, the, the loss uh, activated me. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. not like I'm thinking after the fight, oh, I will never fight again. I will. No, I'm only thinking, no, what the hell, when I can fight again to show the people what I can, to, to show me what I can, you know? If I lost a fight, um, I'm fighting world-class fighters. If I lost a fight um, because my opponent was better than me, was stronger than me, I go home and say, okay, you have to train more, you know? But everyone see and also... Takafumi Otsuka knows that I was the better fighter, you know, and uh, that, that, that hurts, you know, that hurts to, to lose a fight because on, on a small mistake, you know, but yeah, um, I'm more hungry for sure and uh, I hope I will never do it again and uh, win my next fight, yeah. Your opponent, he is considered a submission wrestler. He is one of the best fighters to come out of Bahrain. What is your view of him? Yeah, they call him uh, the pride of Bahrain. Um, he is a good fighter. He is, um, but I am sure that I am his biggest opponent of his young career. And I'm not sure if it is the right time for him to fight against an opponent like me for, for, I mean, I came from my first loss. I'm that hungry, <laughs> you know. I will never lose. I mean, I, I win 11 professional fights in a row, lost one, and I will never lose the second one, the, the second one, you know. And um, 
I think this will be my fight. So you think it's bad timing for him because you are coming off your first loss and he is kind of young in his career. So yeah. you, the skill level, you believe, is not the same. Yeah, for sure. And um, I'm more experienced than him. And I am I'm knowing that I'm fighting more experienced fighter and stronger fighter than him. That's, um, that's a fact, you know. There was so many strong guys that I'm fighting before. And um, because of that, I'm, I think I'm, I'm ready for him. If you could give a message to the Indonesian fans that will be at Brave, what would you tell them right now? Yeah, I would tell them, be there. Don't miss the fight. It will be a great fight. I will put on a show and uh, I'm happy to see them there. All right. May 11th, Jakarta. Brave yeah. 12. Kali Taha, he'll be there. He's going to be there to perform for the fans. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much.